And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangoni, here to break down today's games for you guys. Uh, we got a little slate here. It's Thursday, right? So we always get a little bit of a smaller slate. We got all together about eight games, so uh, we'll dive right in and kind of break them down for you guys. Uh, I, I think it's a pretty good one, though, overall. it's You could play cash on it. I'm not going to play cash on it, and, uh, but you, you can play cash on it. I think it's cash viable. Uh, you know, tournament should be fun as always, and uh, yeah, let's dive right in. Uh, we're not obviously talking about the Giants and the Phillies game. That game is not on the slate, so uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about that game. That's the 1 o'clock game, but we have the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. That's the first one on the board. That's got a 9.5 total. We had Eduardo Rodriguez going up against CC Sabathia, and man, this is a game where I think, of course, a guy like CC, of course, the you know, attacking him is certainly in play. I'll never play him. Uh, maybe occasionally if it's like a, you know, if he's really cheap and he's got a really bad team, but uh, he's just not a great pitcher anymore. He doesn't get a ton of K upside. Uh, I, the Red Sox, like, if you want to stack him up, sure, go right ahead. Uh, you definitely can. It's just a matter if you have the money to do it. Uh, th- there's a lot of other spots I'd rather pay up at. That's kind of the problem. So I don't see myself paying up for Red Sox. So uh, I kind of see myself not really playing anyone on the Red Sox side of the ball. Just overall, that entire team is really expensive. Uh, maybe Xander Bogarts, uh, just because shortstop is a position that uh, is not always the easiest to roster. So I'd put a guy like him in there. But uh, I don't know. I just don't love the roster the Red Sox say because if I'm going to pay, pay up, I'd rather pay up in cores. Uh, I'd you know, probably rather look at these some of these Yankees bats against the lefty. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of the way I'm looking at it right now. So the Yankees, I mean, the Red Sox bats are bats are really don't have as much interest in, and uh, same with the pitcher in CC. Uh, let's move on to the next one. We got the Yankees, and there we get Eduardo Rodriguez, and uh, he's a lefty that I definitely think I want to be targeting on this slate a little bit uh, because it's the Yankees' offense, right? Uh, they have a high total, of course, and uh, you know against the lefty, a lot of those power righties are definitely in play. It's kind of a tricky spot because, like, again, yeah, nah, I, I, I like targeting Rodriguez a little bit in stacks because what happens is when he blows up, he blows up, right? Uh, when he's on, he's on. So I think it's a really simple situation. If you think that he is going to pitch a really good game, just go out there and play him, right? Uh, he, he's the upside at pitcher. Uh, he can get a ton of Ks. I mean, the K percentage is against lefties, 31.7% against righties, 24.8%. Totally get it if you want to play him. But, uh, you know, the, the ISO, though, that's kind of one of the issues. He can give up power uh, at times. So uh, you, ha- you have to worry a little bit about that. Uh, it's it, These bats can get to him. They're, they're, uh, there's a ton of power in this lineup. If you look at it, uh, you know, we got uh, Aaron Judge, 260 ISO, <laughs> Stanton, 497. 
uh, Gary Sanchez, 278. Uh, even Tyler Austin, uh, you know, at 282. There, there's definitely some uh, issues that they, that he could run into. So it's one of those things. If you're going to play the Yankees, just stack them up because you're expecting Rodriguez to blow up. If not, you want to play Rodriguez uh, for, you know, the upside that he can have against the lineup with the Yankees that, uh, you know, they can strike out, definitely can do that. Uh, they strike out more against righties at 21% and only 17.7% uh, against lefties. But uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is a pretty talented pitcher and obviously can, uh, you know, he, he can get that done. So it's one of those spots where I, I think you make arguments for both. But if I'm talking about just making the most optimal team and make my cash games, I do want to get some Yankees exposure, I believe, because it doesn't feel like a spot where I'm definitely going to pay up a pitcher. I don't know for sure. But like uh, whenever I don't see like there's a massive edge with the pitchers, I don't mind. I try to find my, my way to pay down. That way I can get in the bats that I like. So uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, right? Getting maybe like a Stanton in there or a Gary Sanchez. Uh, one of, those are guys I'm kind of looking at right now. Even a Didi Gregorius, don't mind him. But uh, that about it. Let's go over to the Kansas City Royals and the Baltimore Orioles. And this is going to be the game, the, uh, probably the game of the night, right? The game to target. We have two bad pitchers on the mound, Ian Kennedy and Chris Tillman. This is a 10.5 total here. And let's talk about Chris Tillman first. We know how bad of a pitcher Chris Tillman is. I mean, I, just just look at plate IQ, right? Uh, I always like to go and look at this. It obviously uh, helps with that a ton. So, yeah, if you pull up uh, plate IQ, he is just getting destroyed. The one thing he doesn't really do a ton is walk at least righties. Uh, that's the one thing he has in his favor. But other than that, I mean, the Woba against righties, 395. Against lefties, 447, the hard percentage. Let's see where that's at. 30, 381% uh, against uh, righties and against lefties. It's 38.3%. Uh, th I mean, it is bad. So uh, this is a guy that we want to be targeting a ton. And the problem is, is I really hate playing the, the Royals, right? This is not an offense I really like to play. So that's kind of one of the issues I run into here. But uh, I feel like this is a slate where I... I I said it at the start of the year. Uh, I'm going to stack against Chris Tillman until he ends up in AAA. And, uh, yeah, I just uh, I have to do it. So uh, John Jay, uh, you know, in the leadoff spot, really cheap, is going to be a value to obviously look at. Jorge Soler, he's been hitting the ball pretty well recently. Uh, he's certainly in play. Mike Moustakas, he's going to be one of the best plays in the slate. Uh, the big debate's going to be him versus uh, Arenado, right? Arenado's in cores, and obviously a great play to pay up for, but uh, Moustakas against Chris Tillman is definitely going to be a tough guy not to uh, not to play on this slate. Salvador Perez helped roster a catcher position, which we don't love rostering, so that's obviously good. Lucas Duda, pretty good value across the board, uh, especially on FanDuel at 2.5K, uh, so he's certainly fine, uh, and like, Fantasy draft, it's weird, right? Like, uh, fantasy draft, you can, you can roster pretty much whoever you want, which is nice. So, uh, obviously, you can roster all these guys. But on other sites, it, it's a little different. Uh, you know, you have a guy like uh, uh, Duda and Perez. They're both uh, catcher and first base eligible on FanDuel. So, you'll probably have to put one of those guys in utility slot. And you know what? Just doing that alone could make you contrarian. Uh, just playing Perez and Duda, right? There might not, people, might not be people that actually do that. Uh, you know, if you find the percentage of rosters that actually have Perez and Duda together, uh, you know, and then, and then along with that, maybe you throw in a 5% guy. Like, look, that's just simply contrarian already with that. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think you have to, uh, you know, worry too much about ownership. I mean, it, it is like an, it's what, an eight or nine game slate. I forget the exact amount of games, but uh, I don't know. You do have to worry about ownership a little bit. But again, like, I love doing stuff like that, just little things that make you different, uh, that uh, it's clear you're going to be different if you do it that way. So, uh, Whit Merrifield, uh, he, he's he's pretty good player. I like him too, like especially hope he hits in that six hole spot because if he is in that six hole spot, 
it'll be a little different uh for him like too like if he's in the two hole people will roster him but when he's in that six hole like you, you can definitely get some lower ownership on him so that'll be good I never play Alex Gordon. I'm not going to start now. He is not that great of a baseball player. Doesn't have a ton of power. I mean, sure, he had a home run the other day, and uh, I just i am not going to buy. Same with LCD's Escobar. I'd rather take a shot on Ryan Goins, who has more power and pop, I feel like, than, uh, than a guy like Escobar. At least he showed it a little bit more last season, uh, but I, I, these guys are not the, not the greatest guys to roster here at the bottom of the order. That's the problem with the Royals. So I'll try my best to keep it simple with just the one through six and not really mess around with those uh, guys at the bottom uh because they're not fun rosters maybe if it helps with salary relief i'll go to like a goings right and do a wraparound but i don't want to get too crazy with it on the Orioles side uh ian kennedy flyball pitcher he is bad too again pull up the plate iq you can look at all the red like everything pops up red same like chris tillman i mean he gets destroyed too if you look at this like let's see uh Average uh, exit velocity against righties right now, 88.6%. Against lefties, 90%. Uh, giving up a strong ISO against lefties at uh, 0.239. Uh, he's just not been good. Hard percentage, 37% against righties. Against lefties, 45%. I mean, Ian Kennedy is a guy that we want to target here. A lot of people know that we're going to want to target him, though, right? Uh, he's obviously not a good pitcher, and a lot of people know it. Vegas knows it. 5.17 total is a 10.5 total all around. Everyone's going to be all over this game. So, uh on the Orioles side, I mean, I want to play Mancini, Jones, Machado. Uh, if I'm making any stack, like, I'm definitely making sure I have Machado in it 100%. Like, he will be on my Orioles teams. I will not fade him. Jonathan Scope, uh, I, I'll play him because he's just too cheap right now. I, I hate playing guys when they get right back from the DL, but uh, he's just too cheap, so I'm definitely going to jump on that. Chris Davis, he had a home run yesterday, so uh, I, I don't hate trying to ride the hot streak on him because he's a very streaky player so again uh i, I know hot streaks they are real right uh we don't know when they're going to stop or when they're going to start uh we have no clue but uh chris davis has been pretty bad this year and uh like i said you know hit one recently i remember yesterday let's see did he hit another one recently i'm just i, rem I specifically remember seeing it yesterday so uh, and again, like I don't really like rostering him that much. He's really frustrating because he's either a zero or a home run. Yeah, last two days, I mean, two home runs. So uh, I don't mind riding the hot streak here if you really want to. He's a guy that can be pretty streaky. So uh, yeah, if you want to go for it, I I'm certainly fine with that. It's definitely tough in cash games to do, but uh, it definitely makes some sense today. Uh, Mark Trumbo, again, like one of those other things I like to do in tournaments that makes me feel a little different and contrarian is if you want to load up on the Orioles, play Mancini, Jones, and Trumbo because more than likely most people will not play all these outfielders because they'll say, oh, I want to jam in Charlie Blackman. He's a great play today. So uh, they'll only play two of the Orioles on their Orioles stack. So uh, yeah, just if you play all three Orioles, like how many percentage of your Orioles teams have all three? Uh, I just think it's it's a way, obviously, I try to always be different when I build my team. So uh, if you want to play all three of those outfielders and they all are capable of having home run upside, I totally get it. Like I said, I love Mancini today. Uh, he's a lot better normally against righties. He has a lot more power, I should say, actually against righties. Uh, so I love Mancini. I think he's got a really good shot of hitting a homer. Jones, Machado, Scope, Davis, Trumbo, they're all great. Even Pedro Alvarez has a lot of cheap pops, so I like him. Uh, only guys I probably won't really mess around with are Anthony Santander and Caleb Joseph. Uh, I guess if you need a catcher and you're making an Orioles stack and he fits, I guess you could do it, but uh, yeah, I'm really focusing on the one through seven here on the Orioles side of the ball. Uh, let's move on to the next one. We got the Seattle Mariners and the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, nine total with Mike Leake going against J.A. Happ. And, and this is a game I don't love here. Uh, Mike Leake, he's a better real-life pitcher, so I don't know. 
I just never like to target him because just he is a better real life pitcher uh, than a fantasy pitcher, and it seems like he's not a guy you really want to play in DFS, but you never want to like stack against. Like uh, just looking at the numbers here, you know, uh, against righties, uh, you know, the ISOs, you know, like I said, look at plate IQ, uh, 0.158, like that's pretty solid. Uh, you know, it doesn't walk anyone. That's the key with him. If you look at his walk percentage, 5.4%. He's a ground ball pitcher at 51.8%. And a lot of the bats in the Toronto lineup are not really scary on the left side of the plate, right? The righties are the ones that I'm more scared of. Uh, I'm scared of, you know, the Donaldson. Slarte obviously can go on both sides, so can smoke, but... Uh, I don't know, like Teoscar Hernandez, he's another right that you're obviously worried about. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not really that worried about this like game. I just think I'm just going to stay away. I think Blue Jays in cash, there's going to be a couple guys who are viable just because of their prices. Like, if you look at Smoke's price, uh, again, I like a little bit of these Blue Jays. Like, a guy like Smoke, a Donaldson, if you can have the money for him, but I don't think I have the money and I uh, don't think he's the right third base to play there today. Anyways, uh, I think Solarte's fine uh, for cheaper. Uh, Granderson in the outfield leading off, that can make some sense, but Smoke is really the main guy I would want to be keying in on. Uh, seems like a pretty good value today. But uh, yeah, just it's this game's tough. Uh, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like a bad one that maybe cross off, especially if that roof is open. That obviously get me more on it uh, doing that because then that's more of a better pitching environment too. Obviously not as good for the hitters. So uh, yeah, we kind of have to see how that uh, all shakes up. But not a game that I absolutely love, especially here. Jay Happ on the opposite side, who's a pretty good pitcher. Uh, you know, Mariners have. The Vegas respect him a little bit. 4.01 run total. It just doesn't seem like a spot I want to target these guys. Like Nelson Cruz against the lefty, sure. If you want to play him as a one-off, I think you can. Or play Mitch Hanniger against the lefty as a one-off, I think you can. I, I, I'll never argue against that against the lefty, but uh, I'm going to pass. I just don't think I need to do that. Uh, if I do it, it's it's like I said, it's just Nelson Cruz as a one-off maybe in cash because, hey, again, like Jay Happ uh, is a guy you can obviously uh, hit. Uh, it's definitely, definitely, certainly viable to play a guy like Nelson Cruz against a lefty. If you just look at the numbers, the power is insane. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's about it for this game. Uh, not one of my favorite games on the slate. Let's move on to the next one. And we have the Atlanta Braves and the Miami Marlins. is a 7.5 total, and uh, it's crazy to see a 7.5 total with Mike Fultynevich going against Caleb Smith. Both teams have implied run totals below four. Uh, just seems like a game to, you know, mainly look at the pitchers and that's it. Uh, Caleb Smith has been a lot better this year. He's been pretty good. But uh, against the Braves, there's not a lot of strikeout upside. So I think you just stay away from Caleb Smith uh, and the Braves offense in general. I just don't think we have to go with the Braves offense today. If you like the Braves offense, though, and want to stack them up, like they're definitely one of those uh, really powerful offenses. Kind of like they're... They're not the Angels yet, but uh, very Angels-esque, right? Very, like, Astros. Like, uh, just uh, they have a lot of power and pop in that lineup. They would just need, like, maybe one more big bat, and then you could kind of say that. But uh, they have a pretty good lineup overall. Uh, so if anyone was stacking them on any day, I, I wouldn't argue it too much unless it was against an absolute ace. But uh, I, I don't know. just don't think we need to do it today. Uh, I say just stay away from the Braves offense. And uh, Marlins, Caleb Smith, I'll probably stay away from him because there's not a lot of strikeout upside with the Braves. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it for that. Mike Fultynevich, though, I think it's really interesting to go, to look at him today. I mean, the Marlins. If you look at it, uh, they don't strike out as much as you would think, right? Uh, typically, you think Marlins offense they're terrible, and you know they strike out a ton. But against lefties, twenty one point nine percent strikeout percentage, and against righties, eighteen point three. Mike Fultynevich, though, he has been phenomenal this year. I mean, especially against righties, it looked very well, and that's the key, right? Like against righties, because the Marlins lineup. What are we always worried about? We're worried about these lefties. We're worried about like Justin Bohr. He's like the key guy to really be worried about. So uh, 
this game looks like it could be a good one for faulty damage just because how good he's been against righties and gonna match up a ton against righties uh if you're looking for more of an efficient game and like i guess you have to kind of hope this like the strikeout upside ends up happening it's problem is just the the marlins they don't strike out a ton like i said uh the numbers uh it's 20 it's 21 percent. so i guess we get away with it uh i'm curious let me see let me see what uh umpire he has today because i think like little things like that could obviously push him over the top and make him the difference because uh there is upside here it's just that marlins offense is kind of pesky uh so yeah let me pull that up now uh gonna see what the umpire information is we don't have that i don't think yet yeah we don't have that information but if he does get like a really good uh pitcher's umpire i think that'll obviously help him uh you know it won't hurt him uh but yeah i think faulty nevich is more in play uh than i was thinking just the problem is the price uh he's been up a little bit this year uh fandle he's at 7.1k let's see the other sites DraftKings, he's 9.5k and then fantasy draft he's 18.7k so the problem is the price with him but i mean if you have the money for him i think he's a really good uh, tournament option uh, a guy that i think i can get behind a little bit and uh i like him on fandle at that price i think it's pretty good for him so uh yeah that uh that wraps up uh wraps up that game uh no marlins offense for me i mean maybe justin Bohr is a one-off let's see if there's any bvp there because uh you know the bv truth haven't given any love to the bvp truthers listening so uh, let's kind of see uh and this could be one that uh, is kind of interesting because it's an in-division opponent uh goes up against a ton so uh you know false nervous is bad bad against lefties and what do you know uh it, it makes sense uh eight for 14 for justin Bohr on the bvp uh with a uh let's see if uh you know batting average is 0.51 so or 571 so that's pretty good two home runs six rbis a double and eight hits so yeah pretty good for him uh obviously him as a one-off could be scary against any righty for the most part and uh certainly here definitely worried about that And if you want to play him as a one-off i think you can in, in tournaments right if you're building that team uh that you, that you think can hit a home run uh put him on it right uh, i think that makes some sense uh, just his price is probably still too cheap around the industry i'm trying to pull that up now uh, let's see, Justin Bohr, uh, 6.6K on Fantasy Draft. Yeah, that is very cheap. Uh, I definitely would get behind that 100%. He makes a lot of sense here uh, for a cheap one-off. 3.4K, still too cheap. Just, uh, you know, fire him away. I think he's a good tournament option uh, that you can go to. Let's go to the next game. Milwaukee Brewers, Colorado Rockies, 11.5 total here. And, uh, yeah, of course, it's Corf Field. Like, load up on it, uh, you know, all over the place. It's one of the best spots to load up on. Against a guy like Julius Chessin, uh makes a ton of sense. Definitely, uh, definitely want to be targeting it. And same with German Marquez against the Brewers, makes sense to get uh, you know a lot of these offenses uh, loaded up on because uh, Marquez, again, uh, he's not. I don't know. He's not a guy I think you have to target all the time or anything, but he's just in course field, and that obviously uh, makes him someone that we pick on a lot because of that. So, yeah, uh, looking at the numbers against righties, his hard hit percentage, uh, Marquez is at 36.3%. Against lefties, at 30.6%. Uh, so, uh, getting hit harder against righties than lefties, which is kind of interesting. So, uh, and the Brewers lineup has a lot of righties, right? Ones that we worry about. Uh, the lefties are kind of the ones that are just the uh, the real, like like Travis Shaw is like one of the scarier uh, guys in the lineup. But like some of these righties, like like Braun is obviously scary. Kane, uh, Domingo Santana. Like I kind of just probably keep it simple and stack it up with that uh, with that like one through five. Uh, that's kind of how I'd probably do it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's weird. Against lefties, he's not getting hit as hard. It's more so against the righties. So uh, again, uh, maybe even keep like a Yelich off your stack uh, instead and go kind of just 
since Shaw is just such a power guy, keep him on because he can hit anyone. Uh, and then maybe just go with load up on those righties instead. Maybe that makes you a little bit contrarian in tournaments. But uh, of course, like this Milwaukee side, like Ryan Braun, Travis Shaw, uh, Lorenzo Kane, even Yelich, they're perfectly fine plays uh, for your cash games. You're sure you're going to want to get exposure to this game. Uh, looking at Julius Chessine, and man, he has been like good against righties, uh, but against lefties, definitely struggled. Uh, you know, getting hit harder, 33.3%. Uh, the Woba against him at 0.352. It's like really you want to focus on the lefties here against uh, Chessine. Of course, a righty like Arenado is in play. He's, he's a very talented pitcher. He can hit anyone, especially being in course field. But uh, I want to try my best to focus on making sure to get in these power lefties, right? Get in the Carlos Gonzalez. Uh, you know, Para, I'll get him Blackman, of course. He's like one of the best spend up options. But uh, yeah, I'll, I, of course, want to put in Arenado too. I think that he's a, a really good play uh, all around. Just want to load up on these guys there. Got a 6.32 run total. And even though Chasim will be in there a little bit, like he's been better against righties, uh, he's been pretty good against righties this year rather than lefties. You have to keep in mind the Brewers' bullpen is bad too. So that'll obviously be uh, very good for the Rockies' offense too. Chasim is not going to pitch nine innings, right? Uh, even if he was, uh, he would definitely get destroyed. This is definitely going to be a great spot to load up on the Rockies' bat. So, uh, like them all at the top. Yeah, Trevor Story, too, at the shortstop position. Have to like him. Uh, he is certainly in play and someone that you want to be playing. Again, Coors Field, one of the best spots to kind of load up on. Uh, you know, you guys know that. So, uh, all of them are in play, and honestly, uh, tournaments in cash. Uh, definitely guys you want to play. Let's move on to the next game, though. Washington Nationals and the Arizona Diamondbacks. This is an eight total, and uh, Tanner Warwick going up against Zach Granke. And, uh, yeah, this is like the this has not been a, a place I've wanted to target the offense at all because the humidor has been real, right? Uh, I know at the start of the season they got their victory rack, the Rumidor, but uh, yeah, this is definitely a game that I don't want to be really targeting offenses in. Two decent pitchers, uh, you know, one of them is really good in Granky, and, and Rourke's been a lot better than I expected this year. So uh, I really just have main interest in these uh, pitchers. I. I think the one thing about Zach Greinke, and again, like a guy like Bryce Harper is obviously scary in that lineup. Matt Adams has been crushing the ball, but like Greinke is a really talented pitcher, and I like him on these type of slates where like we don't really know what to do with pitching, and like a guy like Greinke uh, is not someone I love the roster. He normally gets like buried when we have guys like Sale on the slate and Scherzer. I like him on these type of slates, so. I'm kind of considering Granky as an option to like really like on this slate. Uh, again, it's in the humidor uh, environment. That's obviously going to help. Uh, going to definitely play into his favor. We don't know what the umpire is yet. If we find out it's a good umpire, that could obviously benefit him. Uh, I just think, you know, I'm obviously scared of uh, Bryce Harper. He can be a worry, but there's a lot of righties in those lineup. Uh, I think this is a good spot to try and look at Granky. Uh, I think in tournaments, he's going to be the guy I try and get in there and make my my starting pitcher uh, that, that I, you know, kind of make my SP1. I just think Granke is, is really interesting on this slate. Uh, again, it's I know it's uh, Nationals uh, are a scary offense, but they strike out 21.6% of the time against uh, righties. So uh, it's not, not what I'm expecting, right? I would love to see like 25% or something crazy like that. But again, this Nationals offense is, is a good offense. Uh, it's obviously not going to be that way, but... Uh, if we can get a good maybe umpire's way, uh, maybe we get like a nasty watered down lineup. Uh, I mean, it's already kind of watered down because of the injuries. Like, I just don't hate it. Uh, I think Granky is, uh, he's a pretty talented pitcher, and I like maybe getting away with him here on this slate. So uh, he's one of my favorite uh, starting pitcher options to look at today. So uh, yeah, that means I won't really be targeting the Nationals. If you want to play Bryce Harper as a one-off and you have the 
money for it. Of course, obviously you can do that, but I really don't like that offense too much. On the opposite side, uh, against Rourke, uh, Diamondbacks have a 4.25 uh, implied run total, which uh, you know seems high for recently, at least in this uh, at least in this uh, Arizona environment in the humidor. But uh, I'm gonna pass. If you want to play like the lefties, like a Peralta uh, and and a Descalso, who could be at the top lineup against uh, Rourke, is like a nice value. I wouldn't hate it, but I don't think we need to be going that route today. Let's move on to the next game, and we have the Minnesota Twins and the Los Angeles Angels. This is a seven and a half total, and uh, again, really have no interest in these two offenses. Like, sure, if you wanted to stack up the Angels because they're the Angels, like I wouldn't argue it. Uh, the problem is they're going against Jose Barrios, who is a really great, good pitcher. Same with Garrett Richards, very good pitcher. And Garrett Richards is probably a guy that people really strongly considering cash today, right? Uh, I think he's going to be one of the options that people are are definitely looking to target. Uh, DraftKings. He's finally priced up a little bit, 8.9K. He's definitely going to be a pitcher that you want to look at. Uh, I like uh, I like Garrett Richards here. I think he's going to have a pretty strong outing. He'll be able to you know limit the damage as much as possible against the Twins and get enough strikeouts where uh, he'll he'll be a pretty good uh, pitcher and pitch an efficient game. So I like Richards here in this spot. Definitely be someone I target. And if you want to target Barrios in tournaments, like again, very talented pitcher. That I'm sure you know you can obviously do that with. But uh, the problem is if you look at the Angels offense, they really don't strike out a ton uh, to most the most most offenses. But uh, let's see against righties. Uh, let's see. No, that's the uh, that's the twin. Twins are at twenty six point five percent against righties compared to lefties at eighteen point five percent. So, uh, yeah, we should be streaming pitchers against the righties against the twins. Uh, there's definitely a K upside there. Uh, if you look at the Angels, uh, we had a twenty point nine percent against righties. So. Uh, like I said, in a talented pitcher against Barrios, you can get away with it in tournaments, and uh, it's not a slate where we love these pitchers. So if you are a Barrios truther, uh, you can go for it. I get it, but uh, I don't like targeting the Angels offense a ton. I'd rather look at Garrett Richards and, and use him instead on the opposite side. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that wraps up that. Let's go to the next game, St. Louis Cardinals, San Diego Padres here, and uh, 7.5 total. I think this is a game where uh, it's like I don't like the hitters, but the pitchers are more appealing, I'd say, than the hitters, uh, oddly enough. Mikolos, uh, you know, he's been really good uh, this season so far, uh, especially against righties. He's looked pretty well. Uh, you know, look at the plate IQ. Just everything is green. Like, you know, the hard percentage is great. Uh, K percentage. Uh, he's absolutely done very well against righties, and there'll be a lot of righties in this lineup. The, the thing to be worried about is some of these lefties, right? Frenchy Cordero. Uh, he's someone that will definitely have me worried a bit. But, uh, you know, even against lefties, he's been a little bit better. Uh, obviously, you know, the Wobe is nice at .292, but the hard percentage is the concerning thing at 35 percent uh, average exit velocity is getting hit harder against lefties and having trouble striking those guys out too with a 17.4 k percentage but uh you know overall the padres they strike out uh 23.6 percent of the time against righties so this is going to be a spot where i think nicholas is in play like in vegas agrees at a 3.50 run total he, I think he's he's certainly viable. The problem is the price, right? Uh, can you pay that price for him? On DraftKings, he is 10.2K. Uh, that's pricey for him. Uh, you look at, uh, you know, Fantasy Draft, 19.4K. Sure, right? If you look at him and say, hey, the matchup, uh, you know, he seems like a good play. And, like, the price is normally good on him, but the price right now is too expensive. So uh, if you have the money for him, I, I don't mind playing him. But the problem is... Uh, I just don't think I'm going to have the money for him. I'd rather spend it in another spot. So uh, it looks like I'm going to end up passing on him, uh, despite the good matchup and all. Uh, it's unfortunate, but just the price is, is too much for me. Uh, I don't think I have to go that route. 
Jordan Lyles on the opposite side. Uh, yeah, I don't don't think we're going to be playing him a ton. He hasn't, you know, he's not a guy I want to really target against. He's not a guy I really want to be playing too much too. Like, sure, the lefties I'll, I'll target him with, but uh, a lot of that Cardinals lineup is a bunch of righties. So I like Matt Carpenter. I think he's going to be a nice one-off that I look at in this game. I think he's got a good shot at a home run. A Dexter Fowler too. Another guy that I think is pretty interesting. So mainly just looking at those two guys. Maybe I can maybe make a mini stack of them if I want to go up against Lyles. Uh, like Carpenter is a nice cash game guy, someone to obviously consider. But uh, yeah, this game, I don't have too much interest in the hitters, just mainly those two guys. Let's go on to the last game. And another reason why I don't want to really play Miles Mikolas is I just can take, uh, you know, I can take $300 more, spend up from Miles Mikolas, the Lizard King, to Walker Bueller. Uh, I'd rather play him. Uh, he's just a such a talented young prospect coming into the league he's 10.5k uh but i definitely like him a lot he's gonna be someone that you want to get a lot of exposure to against a bad cincinnati reds offense if you look at the plate iq right we have uh walker bueller going up against the reds and it's just the reds are a bad offense and i mean if you look at plate iq it really shows uh righties they strike out 29 percent of the time but against lefties 30.1 percent of the time like uh that's a ton uh and it's just either way it doesn't matter who the pitcher is uh righty or lefty you can target the reds offense i think we all knew that but just looking at that makes you uh you know realize how drastic it is compared to most of the league so uh bueller is a righty so obviously uh you know the uh 29 uh what is it 29 is obviously gonna be good for him uh guy i think you want to definitely get some uh exposure to today i'm gonna make sure i get some exposure to walker bueller as well uh like him a lot don't like any of the reds offense uh, on the opposite side tyler malley uh i, I don't really want to be playing him uh, i think nally is going to be a good pitcher but he's definitely struggling a ton on the left side of the plate getting hit really hard by them uh, so and the problem is, is the Dodgers, a lot of the, their uh, good bats are on the left side of the plate, right? You can go with like a mini stack of Jock Peterson, Grandal, Bellinger. I would like that. Uh, you know, obviously Corey Seager, he's hurt. Normally they are a little bit stronger with the lefties, but, uh, you know, with Corey Seager out, that obviously hurts. Uh, you know, probably won't play the Kemp or the Puy. I'll just keep it simple and just go to uh, Jock Peterson, Grandal, and Bellinger. I guess if you don't want to leave off Chris Taylor in your stack as like the guy batting first, I would get maybe putting him in there. But, uh, you know, Valley's been a lot better against righties this year. So, uh, yeah, I think just targeting the lefties here makes a lot of sense. That about wrap up the slate, guys. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me. I know people listen to me and they uh, they like to hear because on the weekend grind, I always do the uh, stack of the day. So, uh, you know, obviously cores, we, we always keep that off for the stack of the day. But uh, if I had to pick my stack of the day, it's probably the Orioles. I know it seems uh, lame and simple and they were uh, an offense that people were all over yesterday, but I don't want to miss out on them here against a guy like Ian Kennedy. Uh, it's a really good spot. Wind blowing out, right? 72 miles an hour against a bad fly ball pitcher. I mean, everything lines up. So uh, I'll be getting exposure to the Orioles offense uh it's tough i was trying to look to see like what offense i felt good about that like would maybe be on their own that i could be creative with but i don't know i'm just not seeing that offense right now uh you know just offense i'm looking to target i think those dodgers lefties uh coors field the orioles uh and i'm just gonna kind of keep it really simple and maybe just try find ways to make it different uh at least that's the what i'm looking at now it's just i don't see like this uh you know this this team that pops off that I don't think people will own that I absolutely love. So, uh, yeah, that, that wraps up the slate guys. Again, uh, uh, pretty good slate overall. I think it should be fun. Uh, you know, uh, tournaments, I think it's better for rather than cash games, but that's just what, I, that's just my opinion. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't have a picture that I absolutely love, but, uh, if you find an edge, obviously you can play cash and I'm, I'm running out of the house a little bit early. So that's why I'm probably not playing cash games as much, but as always, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T R A V I S. 
M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Give me a follow over there if you have any questions regarding the slate or anything like that. I'm always happy to help and always post my content over there if you want to check that out. So again, thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow to break down the big set of Friday games. Should be a fun time, so I will see you tomorrow. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. And now, an ad from Dad. All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.